I have a beauty waiting for me back in Winterfell. If I ever get back there. Yellow hair. Blue eyes. Tallest woman you've ever seen. Almost as tall as you. Brienne of Tarth. You know her? You're with Brienne of fucking Tarth. Well, not with her yet. But I see the way she looks at me. How does she look at you? And she wants to carve you up and into your liver? You do know her. We've met. What's up, everyone? We are back for episode six of Game of Thrones recap. We are back. Vinny, welcome back to the pod. Thank you, dude. I am your all things nerd expert. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to introduce you as all things nerd expert. Dude, I, I love it. I love saying it. Um, so this is uh, this is almost it, right? We got two more of these, and then we're all done. Yeah, dude, that is it. it, it is it confirmed 2019 or is it 2018? I oh, oh sorry. Have I been have I been spreading lies? I mean, I don't. I'm pretty sure it's for 2019, but I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, I I've heard 2019 from a bunch of people. I don't know how how true it is, but uh, I, it seems like it is 2019. So a year and a half, we'll be watching uh, season eight of Game of Thrones, the final season. That is that that's going to be too much, dude. I, a whole two years. I feel like it's risky. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose viewers, but the, it's possible. I mean, I a lot happens in two years. Yeah, why would they do that? Maybe they're spending extra time on it. Yeah, or do you think it has to do with, I don't know, like keeping the market stable? Would that be the correct words? I don't know. I mean, and I heard it's going to be, what, six episodes? Yeah, six episodes. Yeah. But all these episodes have uh, – all the season eight trailers, I mean, uh, episodes have to be more than an hour. They have to be. Yeah, and I think next week's – or I guess this week's now episode is going to be around 80 minutes. Yeah. I uh, Actually, um, <clears throat> Jackie, uh, my stepmom, she watched all of Game of Thrones in four days. That's insane, dude. It is absolutely insane. And she caught up, and yeah, she was telling – well, we've been texting each other back and forth, just crazy, crazy stuff, and uh, – um, yeah, she was saying that the next episode is going to be at least 80 minutes or something like that. Well, that's good. I mean, I figured the last three episodes would be longer, but it seems like this past one was a little bit longer, but the one before it wasn't. So this one was a little bit longer. Yeah. It was something like an hour and eight minutes or seven minutes. something like that. I rewatched it like an hour ago. Yeah. I actually have it playing on mute right now for the first time. Uh, be- beautiful. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so yeah, the season finale is going to be 79 minutes and 43 seconds long. Okay, well, we'll get some extra time there. And the title? The Dragon and the Wolf. That's what it's called? I read something different today. Yeah? Yeah, I guess I read a fake title name. Okay, what what was the one that you heard? Uh, I can't remember. It was something not, like, original. Oh, okay. Something something (laughs) basic, so. Okay, all right. The Dragon and the Wolf and not the Lion, huh? Yeah. So. They're doing it. They're doing it. All right, so you want to jump into our episode six recap, Beyond the Wall? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right, initial thoughts. If you had to grade this from an A to an F. Um, Definitely uh, an A minus. Really? Okay. Why why is that? Well, because it's an automatic A. Um, The minus because, I mean, 
I just I was so hurt seeing the dragon go down, dude. That hurt me so bad. Is that a, that's <laughs> a minus? It's it 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 has to be. It almost I will okay. I won't even say that. That's just a personal uh, loss that I feel for myself. It was um, the whole uh, day and a half thing. Uh, not day and a half, a full like 24 hour sequence of like Gendry running, then the crow, then Daenerys and Tyrion are like, ah, should we do this? Ah, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. I mean, and, and we'll get to, up. we'll get to why I think yeah. this is an issue. Yeah. There were a couple things that fast forward that were kind of sped up a little bit, mainly just what I'm talking about for that. But the, I mean, it was a, it was an amazing episode. I'm not just going to give it an A plus cause I know that I'm one to just love everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you could say that I'm still loving it because it's still an A, but... Some would call you a fanboy, man. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> am. I won't deny it. I'm actually... So I got the episode playing right now, and these opening shots are... It's beautiful. It's it's so beautiful how, like, it shows, like, going up the table. And then even uh, when they're in the north, dude, I mean, obviously, besides the the CGI that is noticeable, you know, um, the, the landscape's beautiful. Yeah, I was watching. Did you watch any of the behind the scenes video they released for the Frozen Lake scene? I didn't know. That was on a website, correct? Yeah, they released a behind the scenes. I feel like after every episode, they'll yeah, I know. I, we we talk about it, and I still just haven't like checked it out, which is a bad decision on my part. <laughs> yeah, you should check them out. They're pretty cool. They actually filmed the Frozen Lake scene in Iceland, and they had Did to they? add all that snow in. It was not real. They added all that fake snow in. Oh shit! Now. For all of the snow landscape, are they in Iceland? I think so. I mean, this it looks to me like they're actually walking through snowy wilderness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I, I think they're in Iceland for all of this. Damn. Yeah, so. because I was wondering, you know, watching again, it's obviously a beautiful landscape, but where is this? So there you the, go. Is do you know if all of the snow is fake or just that sequ- that like bit of like film? I don't know because I'm looking at a, like a wide shot right now of them walking, and it does not look fake at all to me. It looks like snowy mountain backdrop. So. Yeah. Oh my god. It's beautiful. That's one thing about this episode that I will give a very positive review to is, as always, it was shot super well. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's been the whole thing about this season is the 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 cinematography uh, cinematography of it, the landscapes, <clears throat> um, and that has absolutely been like the strong point of it and. Maybe opposed to the writing, because I know a lot of people are iffy about the writing this season. Yeah. There have been a couple shots that are really amazing. There was that one of uh, Lady Olena right before Jamie killed her when she's... It's that wide shot of the castle. Remember that? She's standing mm-hmm. on a balcony. Yep, yep. That was episode three, maybe? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, still my favorite that stands out to me right now was when uh, Jon Snow comes to Dragonstone. And he's just walking along, and it's the conversation that him and Terry are having as they're walking to, I don't know, Daenerys. And it's just so beautiful, dude. Yeah, that was a great shot. Yeah. Um, so I'll give my grade now for the episode. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm going to go with a 77, a C. I think that's a C plus. Okay. Yes, I believe it's a C plus. Which is okay. I mean, I thought it was one of the weaker episodes of the season so far maybe the second weakest behind the pilot i mean not the pilot the premiere the premiere yeah the pilot was not weak for game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) okay all right um a couple instances why just real quick i'm sure we'll get into it yeah i just feel like and it's been a problem all season and people have been saying like it's just a broken record at this point i think the pacing is is really way off and i Mm -hmm. think the writing is really weak Mm -hmm. not really weak it's weaker yeah, 
I we have agreed that like <clears throat> the writing has had some low points, but uh, there's definitely been some really good quotes, especially from this episode with the writing that that was awesome. And with these interactions, I mean, it's I I guess you could say most of it is visual, but I just love what these characters are saying to each other. Yeah. But I do agree agree with you with like Tyrion and stuff like that that the writing has been pretty poor. Yeah, someone brought up a good point on the subreddit. They they feel like they sort of neutered Tyrion's character. Interesting. <laughs> that's a weird. That's a very weird term to uh, to like say. For Game of Thrones, it makes sense because a lot of those guys are uh, neutered. Yeah, so. uh, eunuchs, right? <laughs> yeah, they really gray wormed his character. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like he one has made a lot of mistakes, which is okay. I mean, it's okay for a character to make mistakes, but he seems kind of flat. Yeah, no, he does seem flat, and we did discuss that what last episode or two episodes ago. Yeah, is that the the scene with Jamie? Um, s- m- most of the time, him and, and with Daenerys, you know, trying to convince her to do something. <clears throat> um, this conversation they had in this episode by the fire, um, that seemed weak, but I think there were some points in there that were good. Yeah. It seems a little repetitive at this point, doesn't no, it? No, it does, yeah. It's it's mostly just like, oh, if we have a scene of Tyrion, he's outside or he's in the, the throne room. Uh, <clears throat> not the throne room, the, the, the conversation room or whatever. Yeah, with the, with the map and everything. The council room, if the you council, will. Yeah. I don't know. He just doesn't seem as witty at all as he, he used to be. Yes, yeah. So, I mean, that's been a big issue for me. And then, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about it, but the, the whole sequence when they're trapped with the... Right before they're trapped, and they send Gendry to Eastwatch, and then he gets a raven all the way down to Dragonstone, and then she manages to come all the way back up. It just didn't do it for me. <clears throat> yeah, I actually read a few articles today about that. Uh, different opinions. Someone actually, there were. I read two different uh, calculations of uh, Gendry's, like how long, he, like they think it would actually take, or how. And then I read one on how, like he, like this person justified how it took a day. Okay. So let's say it's mathematically possible, right? But the lengths you have to go to to explain why this makes sense is a problem for me. It is a problem. And I can understand that. But in this article that I read today, he actually he tried to like justify how it took like a whole like night or day or whatever. And uh, the first thing he says is that with a show that's already fantastical as it is, because he was saying he described that we've never really had a like carrier like a message messenger bird other than like a pigeon, but they're not, they, he, he like broke it down. Like they use like magnetic waves to do whatever they do. Sound like ravens flying to like a specific location. Yeah. So he started out like that. Like that's already fantastical as it is. And he was saying that like a lot of people, and uh, I, I can feel like the divide. I can try and understand a lot of people feel that like, I don't know, like a lot of the shit should make sense. And dig into the facts too hard, and I will admit that I am absolutely one of those people. But because Fanboy. I, yeah, exactly, because I love it so much. There's stuff that I'll just get over because it's just such a great show. Yeah, but I can I can understand how at first a lot of people were like, well, you know, what the fuck. But uh, this guy broke it down. Uh, he was like, oh, okay, so Gendry just ran a marathon, a straight three hour marathon, right through <laughs> then, the snow. In, through the snow, yeah. Which he's never seen before. Which he's never seen before. So that's already a little bit of slack, right? So then uh, this guy said that it would take the, a raven about 10 hours to get from Eastwatch to Dragonstone. Okay. Which I looked on a map today. Dragonstone is not that far from King's Landing. But it's far from Eastwatch. Oh, it's very far from Eastwatch, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so then it would take like Daenerys another like ten hours to get to John, and then he was like, "I'll just throw an hour in there for Daenerys and Tyrion just arguing before she left." And also, she's on this dragon for ten hours with no sort of warm weather gear or anything. Okay, well, you know what? Not even that. I'll change this guy's description. I'll give the hour to like somebody making Daenerys that like winter outfit that she had. Yeah. Because it it did not look too warm other than the fact it was just fur. Yeah. You know? (laughs) And then I I commented today on the uh, Game of Thrones subreddit where there is uh, the preview and pictures for next episode where they're all in King's Landing in the the pit there meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jon Snow is dressed like he's at Eastwatch. Yeah, and then you also see, I, I... I think it was Cersei, like, behind her walking up to that. Remember how she has that map painted out? Yeah. Well, it looked like she was even wearing, like, a fur or something. Winter's in King's Landing, huh? I, I guess so. I don't know. The winter follows Jon Snow. Yeah. I I mean, I wonder what the temp. I, I want the temperatures for each city right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, I need a, like, I need a meteorologist to tell me the exact <laughs> degree. I need, like, Al Roker of Westeros. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Yeah. So right now I'm on mute here watching a scene between – it's the first scene between Arya and Sansa this episode. Interesting. Uh, with that that first one, I was starting to get a little annoyed with Arya, I think. Yeah. And, I mean, I can, they start to go deep into it, how they're like, yeah, like we both had this circumstance, but how they handled it very differently. Right. And I don't think Arya, like, should judge Sansa for the way she did it. Because obviously she's not that strong of a character opposed to Arya. Strong-willed, you know? Don't you feel like that maybe Arya knows Littlefinger is listening and she's sort of playing along with Littlefinger? I would hope so. But, I mean, I, I have said throughout this whole entire season that Arya is bloodthirsty. And then we said at what last episode she's just too overconfident. Yeah, but it seems like at this point she almost was sort of so out of character for me that it has to be something else. Okay. I'm going to ride that train with you because I hope that's the case. (laughs) Yeah. I just either, I mean, either that or it's another one of these plot lines that it feels rushed. Like, I mean, they just reunited and they're forcing this sister conflict onto us so quickly that I don't even have time to process it. I was thinking about it today. Well, while I was rewatching it, um, the, like the last, scene you see of Sansa and Arya before like the end of the episode is uh how like Sansa goes into her room she finds the max the mask the face the faces that she has right right <laughs> and uh they have this weird like confrontation and you see that like Sansa is starting to feel like threatened by Arya almost mm-hmm. which is which is interesting yeah I mean that was another weird thing I didn't realize she just carried faces around in like a bag with her yeah kind of kind of gross yeah but <clears throat> in that first scene that you're at uh you start to see a little bit of, it almost seems like the true Sansa when she's like, you know, John didn't win the Battle of the Bastards. I, like, the Knights of the Vale came from me. Right. Yeah. And that's I, something that I haven't really noticed in her or at least haven't blatantly seen. But watching it again, I was like, oh, man. Do you really think that Sansa is going to turn on John and Arya, though? Probably not. But John needs to get back to Winterfell because, like, because he's been gone, what does she say, for, like, weeks? Since episode one, right? Yeah, I guess. She's, she feels like she has to do something. So John's going to go back there and be like, oh, what's up, guys? That's the other thing. Like, John couldn't have sent a raven to Winterfell as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And he 
couldn't have stopped at uh, Winterfell. Ah, uh, I guess it's pretty inland from the ocean of weather. Yeah, you took at. a boat, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty true. I'm glad I stopped myself. That's the other thing too. So she hasn't heard from John in weeks. Mm-hmm. So the last time he sent a message to her was he in Dragonstone? Mm-hmm. So yep. it took him weeks to get from Dragonstone to Eastwatch. I wish I looked up how <clears throat> someone. I wish I would have looked up someone who like calculated all that shit out. Yeah. I don't um, think I don't think it makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's one it, of those things that you're just okay. You just have to accept it because it's a TV show and yeah. it, it's a fantasy show. So. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, I think that the letter that Sansa got from King's Landing, I don't think that was a real letter. I think that was something that Littlefinger did so that he could get Brianna Tarth away from Sansa, because usually with I don't know what uh, uh, message, messages from ravens. You usually see like a wax, or you at least see the physical thing. If it was something important, I think we would have seen the the little bit of the letters, like we did with that note uh, that Arya found. Yeah, I think that's entirely possible, and I think that Littlefinger gives the advice to keep Brienne close. Exactly. And what does Sansa do immediately? Is she sends her away? So I don't think Sansa is playing into Littlefinger at all. Okay. All right. I, I, I hope so. These are just things that I'm noticing. Yeah. And I like I said, I want Littlefinger to die. Probably not going to happen at all. I don't know. There is a small possibility that in the finale, Arya cuts his face off. That would be, that would be beautiful. And I've heard the theory that she cuts his face off and becomes Littlefinger, and that's how she, she gets the Knights of the Vale to stay loyal to Winterfell. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not my theory. Can't take credit for it. Okay. Well, that's that's amazing. Love it. That would be awesome if that happened in the season finale uh, next Sunday. And you know what else feels a little bit like it's too obvious at this point? What? That then I don't. That this is why maybe I don't think it's going to be happening. Is Bran being the Night King? I, honestly, I read an article today and... I halfly started to believe it, but I, it's just not enough for me that, to actually believe it. And it seems way too obvious because so many people have guessed this. Yeah. So. So do you, you, you honestly don't feel that that won't be the case at all? I mean, it's possible. It seems it, possible, but would I be let down if that was the case? Almost, because I want like someone with their own back history. But then again, with what seven episodes left in the series are we going to get that are we going to get a back like a uh, i don't know a look at like the night king and i don't know yeah. i don't think so yeah i don't think he talks i've been waiting for him to talk and he has too, dude i've been wa- <laughs> i've been waiting for him to talk he can't talk i guess yeah so do you want to okay so you put up a status today on facebook asking for questions yes i did and i should have known that some discussions would have came out of this yeah we got a, a little bit of a debate going on here on this this status you put on uh, where, where are you talking? Are you talking you and Tim? Yeah, well, we kind of agreed with each other, I think. Yeah. But so let's, so let's start with Kyle's question. Okay. And I think Jamie Lavoy asked the same question. Yes, pretty much. So the question is, is the dragon going to breathe fire or ice? And if it's ice, how will that play into the theory that the drag your theory i should say that the yes. dragon is going to bring the wall down in the next episode i absolutely do believe that the dragon is going to bring the wall down i it's tough to to try and i don't know think about that and break it down because now you're going into the sciences of a fantasy show 
<laughs> so <laughs> exactly, it's it's tough because you could try and distinguish it, but it's all going to be on what the writers say it is because yeah. it's it's essentially their world now. You could say George R. R. Martin's, but I don't know. I guess yeah. they would have to. I don't know if what you think they'd ask him like, oh, uh, is an ice dragon going to breathe fire or ice, George? Would they ask him? I think so. I mean, yeah. Or he'd be like, well, I didn't want ice dragons. You guys just made that shit up. <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. I mean, it's possible. I wonder if he's watching this. I mean, he's still part of the show. so probably not. But I wonder if he's watching this at all and being like, eh. A little bit of him is nah. like. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> but if you look at the books that are out so far. So I read the first three mm-hmm. and then a little bit of the fourth one. And yep. I've heard a lot that. The first three are really, really good because he's really good at building worlds. But then books four and five are, are not very good. So maybe George gets a little too much credit. I mean, maybe. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. But I, I've been thinking about this all day. I think that either way, if it's fire or ice, when you it, – it, even if it's ice, it's still going to do some sort of damage to the wall. So even if they get to the tunnels that they already have – Maybe they can carve it out a little more if they are ice dragons. Yeah. But then again, then we start to think about the magic that protects the wall. So I like that. What did uh, Jamie said? Uh, because the ice, the Night King had already touched Bran once. Maybe that has something to do with him, like canceling out some sort of spells. But yeah. does did that only work in under the Weirwood Tree? You know. Right. And it's 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 tough. It's very tough to say. So White Walkers can go beyond the wall if somebody physically takes them there. I don't I don't know because then you start to like I don't know wonder how did the how did the other White Walkers get beyond the wall? Right, it, like in whatever season it was where the White Walker attacked Mormont at mm-hmm. Castle mm-hmm. Black. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there is no magic, and it's just the wall. They use magic to build the wall, but there's no spell over it. Maybe there's parts of the wall that have less magic than other parts. Interesting. Or maybe the symbols that we saw in the caves are magic that you can use. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going crazy. I don't know. (laughs) It's weird because Game of Thrones started out as a... It was a fantasy show, Mm -hmm. but it was much more political. And now it's becoming more... Way like more magical fantasy. and yeah, fantasy. fantasy driven. Yeah, absolutely. I will totally agree. It was more political and s- scandal based. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I like better. I think I liked the political stuff better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did like it better. I, I, that's what the, I liked most about the sixth season was them dealing with this religion and how Cersei just ultimately just took them all out. <laughs> yeah, that was my thing, and I commented further down on the on the thread we had going. I saw. I saw. Well, I, I have a lot of grievances right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I can understand it. It it was like a, a a like destructively beautiful sequence that with the piano, the music, everything just came together in a very like very defining way. Yeah, the light of the seven sequence in the finale of season six was like one of the best moments of the entire series. Mm-hmm. I'll absolutely agree. And then we come to this season, and I'm like, nothing in this season compares to that, or Battle of the Bastards, or Hard Home, or any of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but uh, what Tim's comment, how he was talking about Cocaine Bowl, that was one of the things I wanted to bring up. Because at the end of this episode, <clears throat> uh, the Hound is getting on the boat, okay? 
So he, do you think he's going to stick with Jon Snow? Is he going to go with them to King's Landing right now to meet up with Cersei? Because if he does, he's bound to see the mountain. So if you look at some of the footage and pictures from for the preview for the next episode, mm-hmm. it appears that the Hound is in the background behind Jon Snow. Nice. So it seems like he will be there. And I feel like right now we're previewing the next episode more than recapping yeah. this episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, it seems like he's going to be there. I just think there's no way the Hound can beat the mountain. No. And he's st- <laughs> in this episode, he's, he's still a little frightened, you know? Yeah. I mean, I the second the, ha- uh, the mountain pulls out fire, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He's dead. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, let's get back to this episode. Uh, no Sam, no Bran. And no... Uh, what's his name? Euron Greyjoy. Oh yeah, no Euron Greyjoy again. No Theon. No Theon. Although he's in the he's in the trailer for the next episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna see everybody in the next episode. Yeah. Which is gonna be all part of the uh, the rushing that they've been doing this yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing I liked was uh, the going back and forth to the crew uh, beyond the wall, and yep. uh, <clears throat> the interactions that each each one of them had with each other. Yeah, Tormund, Giantsbane, and uh, the Hound had yeah, a pretty that, funny interaction. <laughs> that was really funny. When he's like, Dick, he's like, Dick, cock. He's like, oh, I like that. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> that was so funny. Right now, the uh, bear scene is on my oh. screen here. Oh, my God. That was cool, dude. And it, it's cool how you see, like, the blue eyes through the snow, you know? Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I had trouble following it because... The snow was just like yeah, it was it, a, it, it was a little weird, and especially because some of the like like I don't know quick scenes that you see, you don't really like recognize a key character. You're just seeing someone get fucked up. That was another issue I had at the episode, and all part of my 77 rating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Usually in this series, they take risks with killing off characters, but in this episode, there was like Thoros. Thoros isn't a risk. Yeah, and plus there was like those faceless guys we had never met before who died, and you're like, yeah. who the fuck was that? Like, well, I don't care about this person. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you just needed someone to get, to get wrecked, you know? A couple people to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah, some, uh, yeah, Thor, I don't know. I was kind of upset that Thoros died. I was a little upset, and it is crazy to think now that, you know, Beric is on his last, last life, but if he, where's, where's Melisandre, you know? Does she actually have the powers? Was that a one-time thing when she resurrected Jon? So maybe if they somehow get together, maybe he won't be on his last life. But I was reading an article about uh, the actor who plays uh, Beric and just asking him a bunch of questions. And it was cool. And um, he was like, do you know, how did Thoros, how did, how did he feel about Thoros's death? And he was like almost relieved, you know, because he even says the character himself, like, I'm, I've been waiting for death, you know. So I, it's, it's, it's cool to think of it like that. You know, obviously he's sad, but he's been resurrected so many goddamn times. Yeah. It's weird because how many seasons did we go without seeing Beric? Like two seasons, right? I I can't say for sure. Obviously, he was in the second. They were in the second season. Uh, don't think the third, fourth. He he was definitely not in the fifth season. I don't think. No, I honestly think they reappeared in the sixth. Yeah, we could be. It was wrong, weird, but because season five also didn't have Bran, which is crazy to think about now. Yeah. So. That is crazy. Yeah, here, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm watching Thoros right now get, uh, 
get fucked Bit by up. that bear. Yeah, and uh, the hound's just like looking at him. That fire, man, he's still scared. You know what's funny? In the behind the scenes, you can see that their swords are actually on fire. Like, that's not CGI. No, actually, um, that's what the actor was talking about, the guy who played Barrack. He's like, yeah, the swords were actually on fire, and they were really fucking heavy. And <laughs> they, if like you can't move them too fast or else they'll go out. So it was super hard to like, like swing this heavy thing slowly, you know? It's crazy. Well, all this snow, too, a lot of that snow that is falling is, is obviously CGI, too. And then yeah. the bear... You, you have to watch the behind the scenes of this bear, this bear. It's just, it's like a green screen box and the actors have to interact with this box and it speaks to how well these guys are at acting. Oh no. Like how good they are at Hell acting. Hell yeah, yeah. And uh, again, uh, he was saying, he's like, yeah, it was kind of weird. Like we were just up there for about five weeks and it was tough to be just running around slaying fake bears, you know? <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah, imagine that was your job. That would be too cool. Yeah. That'd be too I'd- fun. Way too fun. Uh, I have to say, dude, I think Beric is slowly starting to become one of my favorite characters because of the interaction that he has with John. I like that. Uh, how he was talking about Ned and how he hired him to get the mountain, you know? And yeah. it makes me think that, oh, all right, never mind. Because I thought that Beric was going to be going down to King's Landing with him. So then I just assumed that maybe he'd bring up again that, you know, Ned Stark sent him to get the mountain and he never did, so... If Beric was sent to get the mountain, that must mean that Beric is a very good fighter, right? He is, and uh, they talk about, in this exact article I keep referencing with the actor, he talks about how uh, Beric was actually a very good fighter like in his younger days, and he was like a tourney champion and everything. Yeah. Another reason why I need to see Robert's Rebellion spinoff idea. I think it's coming. I hope it's, so. it's possible. There are so many characters that like interacted and talked about past events so much that i just need to see it in this episode when jorah talks to thoros he's like during like over the siege of pike i think he says or something like that right and he's like oh you're the bravest man i ever saw (laughs) he was like blackout drunk yeah he's like i I was just the drunkest (laughs) pike is when they so a little bit of history the Greyjoys were on the side of the targaryens is that what was happening i think so i'd assume so and they attacked the pike and then Th- those Iron Island guys, we've talked about this in podcasts. They're so stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> They've I, never done anything cool or good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like how Tyrion uh, says uh, he's like, yeah. They're uh, in this episode how he talks to Daenerys about su- her successor. And he's like, yeah. I mean, everyone like the Night Watch has one. He's like the the iron the the Ironborn, like whatever the fuck they do, they have one. You know, and it talks and he's just referencing how they fucking drown each other. How is that? <laughs> Why would that is so stupid? It's kind of clever the way George R. R. Martin came up with that idea where they choose their leader by actually drowning them. And if they live, they are the leader. Yeah. Because they pray to the drowned god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is too crazy. Yeah. Too crazy, dude. Um, so they talk about in the scene that just happened when, on my TV between Tyrion and Daenerys, they want to or Tyrion wants to discuss an heir. Yeah. So she she cannot have children. Right. Um. So, so what do you think happens there? I I don't know. Maybe Jon Snow will produce an heir, or it. I can't see that, so it's slowly making me start to reel towards Cersei is going to stay on the Iron Throne. Well, if we want to get into some of the theories on uh, that status of yours. Oh, okay. To someone, I <laughs> there was a, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there was. I'm glad we had some responses here, too. We have a lot of responses. Mostly discussions, but a good amount of responses. Yeah, Chris K. Roos writes, 
Um, what are your thoughts on Danny marrying Jamie Lannister? Yeah, now that actually started to make me think towards this way because Cersei would only arrange that if she had a advantage. Because there's no way Daenerys would openly do that. Maybe Tyrion, but I can't see. I I, I can't see the reason for it. So. I go with Cersei because if she has some sort of advantage, she's already pregnant, if she actually is, because we discussed how that might not be true. So if she is pregnant, not only would she have Jaime marry Daenerys, but also she'd, like, have an heir. So either way, she could work the events that would have make her be on the Iron Throne. So in your scenario, Cersei is still alive, correct? Yes. So in Chris's scenario that he wrote, this is what this is word for when he, what he wrote. Okay, he said Danny will marry Jamie. Jamie will strangle Cersei to death. <laughs> John will die oh, saving the realm right. in some heroic one-on-one with Night King. <laughs> King Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer, the irony almost set set in stone. Oh, sorry, I didn't read that correctly. And he says King Jamie is the Kingslayer. That's ironic. He says, and then P.S. Bran will have some cool vision once the Walker. Once the walkers hit Winterfell and are about to kill him, he will die and there'll be a big reveal. <laughs> wow. All right. Some of that made sense. Um, wow. He just went in. He did go in. I agree with John dying. Well, if he does die, yeah, some saving the realm in a heroic one. Yeah. With the Night King. Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Yes. Um, what do we have here about, uh, um, what's, what's, what's Tim saying? Tim Uris writes. Yeah. Oh, there's a big battle going on right now between the uh, White Walkers and our heroes. Okay, so right now I'm watching the scene. John has just killed another White Walker. Yes. That's what, three or four he's killed. It looks like the same guy. Yeah, it does. Yeah, from before. So they regenerate? I don't know. I don't know. He's The Night King we saw still had two men on his left, two men on his right. But we didn't see that guy that, you know, that we're talking about, that specific uh, soldier. The one that John killed in Hardhome. Yes, yes. Um, speaking, going back to suspending disbelief, how do you feel about the walkers all of a sudden having chains? Okay, this is something that was like on all over the internet. And I recently saw that before we started this. So all day I was reading on Facebook, on Reddit, where did they get these chains? And <laughs> when I finished the episode, that was like the last thing I was worried about. Yeah. But... I think I read somewhere that there was some sort of like port up north that had like boats or chains or something. So. Well, I mean, the Night King has armor on, right? Yeah. So they definitely have some sort of way of forging whatever. Right. Yeah, so that's that's what I just went back to. <laughs> I mean, who's to say the White Walkers don't have their own society? That's true. That is something that we like just haven't seen yet. Yeah. That would be way too intense, dude. Oh, I hope they do. I like the Night King. I want to see him succeed. Oh, man. So what are your thoughts on the Night King knowing that the dragons were going to show up? Did you think you, so you think he knew dragons were going to show up? Yeah, like it was his plan because he brought those three spears. Uh, three spears, three dragons. Oh, that's true, huh? But this is the other thing. And maybe he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he throw the spear at Drogon when he was landed with Daenerys on Drogon? Why did he throw it at the flying dragon? 
Yeah, because then he could have killed them all. <laughs> yeah. He could have killed them all. Easily could have killed them all. I don't know, dude. I and it, maybe it's because like it's something that I read today. It's I I could almost feel that he's Bran. I could almost feel that. Almost. I'm not gonna give it. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it. It just seems too obvious to me at this point. It it does. But you're right, dude. Why wouldn't he just kill Drogon when they're all on his back? Because there is still another season to go. <laughs> <laughs> the plot got in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, remember we were talking about the thing where people were like, oh, the pommel on Jon's sword, the eyes opened. Yeah, yeah, explain that for our listeners. All right, so a lot of people were thinking, like, there was this picture of when Jon goes under the ice, we see the walkers take him down, um, and then we see, like, the sword on the ice, and then his hand comes up. Now, there right. were two pictures. We saw the, the sword alone, which, like, you can see the eye, like the eyes, they're, they're see-through. And then yep. you see, like, uh, the next picture is, like, where he's coming out of the snow. He's reaching both his hands, I'm going to say, maybe just one. And it looks like the way where his finger is through the, like, through the eyes, it looks like a pupil. So a lot of people so- are like, oh, like, it means something. And I uh, no. But then I'm also thinking, last time I checked, I thought the eyes on the pommel were red. Hmm. We have to go back and look. Now... I haven't looked this season. I, I have. It was just something I thought today, so I haven't gone back and looked. Um, but maybe John took it out for some reason because he saw Jorah come back and he felt it was necessary to present the sword back in another um, interaction that I liked a lot. Yeah. Where he yeah, talks, that was the, where he that talks. was a great scene. Yeah, it, it was, dude, and it was. I just love when they reference things that have happened. You know how John's like, you know, I really wish he didn't die that way. And how he tells him he took out all the all the traitors or whatever. Yeah, I think I had actually written that down when I was taking notes for the episode. In an episode that I thought was fairly weak, that was a very good scene between Jorah and John. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And the giving of the sword and how strong it was of Jorah to say, you know, I, I brought shame to my family. Yeah. And he gave it to him. You know, it gave him to you, Jon Snow. And then the thing that Tim said, uh, Tim Yera said on uh, the Facebook status was that may it like and may it like serve you and your children afterwards or whatever. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, yeah, because I I, I can feel I can feel Tim in saying that he's giving him like his blessing almost. Yeah, I mean he, it seems like it even could be Chris, his even blessing to procreate. Yeah, even Chrissy agreed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm just pouring some more wine. No, it's okay. I'm actually about to crack another cider right now. Here we go. There we go. Um, Danielle Lavoy wrote at, she wanted us to uh, she wants to hear a John and Danny romance about the John and Danny romance exclusively. She wants us to do one hour on will they or won't, won't they? they. <laughs> um, they're going to. It's happening next episode. Yeah, I just want to say here that Danielle is pro incest. Uh, on this podcast, <laughs> um, a mu- a a aunt and her nephew, an aunt and her nephew. Will they? Won't they? Will they or won't they? <laughs> they are absolutely going to. Jon Snow has one love, and it's Egret. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Not anymore. Yeah, he was. Gonna, they will. He, if he wasn't uh, on the bed, he would have bent the knee all the way. Uh, that that interaction was was interesting because you really see it now if you're if you had any doubt that something was going on this was it yeah can i just say like 
Do you think John is a good king? I don't know. He's a good fighter, and he he, he has a very great intuition. He's a good guy. But I don't... I, he's just not a king. Daenerys is a queen, but you can see her rashness almost in this episode. Yeah, I mean, his John's people are going to be pissed when they find out that he's bending the knee to her. Yeah, but I don't know, dude. It, it's tough because, like, we're seeing this person go through so much, and we can understand... You know, but obviously all the people, all the thousands of people that are following don't understand that so much. And it's even tougher because they chose him. They didn't maybe, like we said, I don't think half of them believe that the army of the dead is a thing. And then right. now what? It's been weeks. He hasn't been back even more and they, so. So we, And then even, I'm sorry, even more so. Then he comes back. He's already met the need to Daenerys. He made an agreement with Cersei, a family that they're very much in rivalry with. Yeah, I would say so. So it's tough, dude. And the Starks, I mean, all these people that are aligned with John were aligned with Ned, right? Yes. And Ned Stark fought against the Targaryens, and John just bent a knee to a Targaryen. Mm, that is interesting, dude. Absolutely, that is true fact too. I like it. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. I, I hope it works out for them, but it, it really doesn't seem like it's going to. Yeah, maybe it'll be different once they see the dragons, because that's 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 what Aegon did. Yeah. At least half of the half of Westeros bent the knee because of just pure sight of the dragon. Yeah. Yeah, it just sucks that she almost two now. I know. And I'm okay, let me ask you this question. Now that there's only two, does that kind of end the theory that we're going to see Tyrion as a Targaryen because we know for a fact that Daenerys is Daenerys is. And now we know that Jon Snow is, so two for two. So the thing is, oh, the three-headed dragon, you know, uh, John, Daenerys, and Tyrion. Yeah, I'm going to state right now that the theory of the three-headed dragon is dead, that Tyrion is not a Targaryen. Yeah. Now, I think that the books, that's where it's going to majorly change because there are things that we cho- that the writers chose not to use. And everyone knows the whole two, two different colored eyes, his hair's a little different, and all that shit. Yeah. So I, I, I think so. I'm glad that you agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't want him to be a Targaryen. Not is everyone a Targaryen now? Yeah, like come on. <laughs> is that the cool thing now, guys? Right? <laughs> That's funny, dude. The first big reveal was uh Maester Aemon, he was a Targaryen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who side note, John has not told Daenerys about that. Hmm. Cause she didn't know that there was any Targaryens left in Westeros. That's true. Interesting. Um, okay, no Sam. Where's Sam going to end up? We said Winterfell, and I'm going to stick with Winterfell. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I, I'm assuming we'll see him, but it's possible that we do not see him next episode. Do you think that, um, he will say that to Daenerys about a- uh, Maester Raymond? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's also going to be awkward, too, if he says my name is samuel tarley and she's like oh oh right (laughs) about Um, the tarleys (laughs) how do you think about the interaction that Tyrion and daenerys had where he brings up the tarleys again to her i think Tyrion is in the right here me too i'm with Tyrion on that one i think she she should have have absolutely yeah she should have absolutely burned the older the 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 older tarley was at uh randall but should have spared the kid yeah you know how much I love Dickon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, they also haven't brought up the fact that uh, Sam has the sword. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I'm, so. I'm interested to see where we're going to see him next. I hope it's Winterfell, but it, it's going to be interesting to see where. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could totally see the writers not bring him into the show until next season. Yeah. Um, did I already mention how I think that Arya is not going to kill Sansa? That's not going to happen? Yeah, we talked about that. How we, well, I think that Arya is um, playing oh, yes, yes, she's gonna She's going to take Littlefinger's face. Right. Also, Which, uh, I think that that's not going to happen because why would Bran give her the dagger anyways? Apparently, he knows everything. Yeah. So he wouldn't just do that, you know. Well, no. So he gave her the dagger so she could kill Littlefinger. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That, yeah hell yeah. That's what's going to happen. Awesome. I hope so. It I is really, known. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah. So now on my screen is Brienne and Sansa, and Sansa is sending Brienne to King's Landing. In the uh, preview for the next episode, I saw Pod behind Jon Snow as they're walking into the the uh, the area, the gladiator, or the ruined dome, if you will. Yeah, I noticed that, that Podrick is there. Yeah. So does that mean Brienne didn't go? I don't know. I hope so, because then, I don't know. Maybe Brienne's just kind of skulking around, just making sure, which I would love Brienne f- for, you know. I kind of wanted Brienne to go because I wanted the the reunion between Jamie and Brienne and Brienne and the Hound. I do, yeah. Wow, trifecta. <laughs> That's awesome. That would be so funny. Uh, yeah, even yeah. like during this episode, he's like, "You're with Brienne of fucking Tarth." <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't hate Brienne. He's like, I think he kind of respects her in a way. Absolutely. And because he's changing a little bit, you know, and even Tommen's yeah. like, oh, you're not mean. You have sad eyes. <laughs> I was actually just watching an earlier scene from season two where Sansa is talking to the Hound and she's like, why do you always have to be so mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> is that when he is that before or after he saves her from being raped? After he saves her, which is a brutal scene. That w- uh, I always cringe at that scene, dude. He rips the intestines out of a dude. Yeah, he does, and it's brutal. And you're like, yeah, fuck him up. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we encourage violence. Yes, on yes, we do. Okay, so Daenerys has just left Tyrion on the cliff, and she is headed north. Oh, in that, uh, in that scandalous uh, fur white dress? It's not warm enough for the <laughs> climate she's about to go to. Um, I love the fact that like her main jewelry piece is like, in, like a, a, a metal thing of the three dragon heads. Yeah, you think she'll now it has to be two. You think she'll still wear it in honor of him? Yeah, or? I think so. Um, am I searching for something deeper when I say that it would be Viser- Viserion to get ki- to get killed? Why? Because that was her asshole brother. Yes. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that really means anything. Okay, I was just thinking about it. I think the writers didn't want to kill Drogon because we're too attached, yeah, and you, they've you uh, cannot kill Drogon. The two, yeah. the other two, mean nothing to us as far as we're concerned. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're they're faceless characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. So here's my here's my other beef, and I just realized it watching the hound throw that rock. Okay. Daenerys happens to show up right as the battle starts after they'd been sitting there for a little bit, for a, t- a ton of time doing nothing. Yeah. How convenient. <laughs> It's a show, dude. It's uh, stuff like that's gonna happen just in time. Not in Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. It happened. It happens too much this season. Okay, now are you saying that because you feel cheated of the 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 sorrow that comes with Game of Thrones? Almost. 
No, it feels lazy to me, okay. like as far as writing goes. All right. I you don't feel that way because maybe Game of Thrones set the bar for really like sad stuff to happen and you're just waiting for something sadder to happen. Game of Thrones set the bar really high in terms of writing. Okay, all right. So high that they can't possibly exceed my expectations, but I'm still going to be an asshole about it. <laughs> as far as writing goes, which is your favorite season? One through f- f- shit. Uh, I really love season two because I just love Tyrion in charge. Me too, yeah. But I just feel like three and four might be the strongest writing wise. I, I think I said this before. I I noticed like as soon as season three happened that the writing was different. And uh, I think I said the scene before where uh, uh, Tywin is now the hand to Joffrey, and he has that scene uh, in the small council chamber. Where like yep. he has everyone come in and the seats are all like on one side and you see what each character does. Yeah, that was interesting. That was one of my favorite scenes uh, uh, as far as like writing and I don't know, just uh, not, no one talked. You just saw these characters do what they should. Yeah, and I just also think that book three, Storm of Swords, mm-hmm. was the strongest, and that made for the strongest season. I mean, that had the red wedding, it had Joffrey's wedding. I think that once this season ends, I'm going to absolutely dive into the books because right before it started, I kind of wanted to. I, uh, I've i seen this new like hardcover edition of the first book, and it's like really nice hardcover. As soon as you open it, it there's a map, and then there's like illustrations for each chapter or whatever. And right. I love that shit, dude. I'm a fanboy. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I mean, if anything, you're going to have to start reading the books because you're going to be so deprived so, of Game of exactly. Thrones. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to be like, I need something. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm watching this battle take place right now, and it's obviously really well shot. It looks beautiful. The flaming sword is cool. The flaming sword is really cool. You know what? I, it was so metal, like literally hardcore. When when the Night King shoots the spear, well, throws the spear, Master Javelin throw, by the way. Gold medal, right? Yeah, <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> um, uh, knocks him out, and then you just see like a trail of blood in the air as he's going down. Dude, that was that was brutal. And then the blood on the ice really got me, and his, and his head just like kind of slowly sink in. So is that dragon glass that he threw at the dragon? No, it's some kind of ice spear that he made. Because <laughs> the other, like, uh, like, soldiers that he has, the two, well, the one that we think is coming back to life, the one that fights John, he has yep. some weird, like, ice sword. Yeah. Yeah, there's actually, so this is also... Something I thought of, and I actually read this on, on Reddit today. Do you remember the scene in Hard Home when John's fighting that guy? And as soon as he makes contact, the, ice, the White Walker looks like shocked. Yeah. That it's just like the scene in Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, when Aragorn, the ghost king, swings at him and Aragorn does the oh, same thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's almost That's like, no accident. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like the same like sound almost because it's so like deafening. Not deafening, but you just it singles, it just singles your heartbeat out. Yeah, and like oh, the metal, the sound of the metal. <laughs> and you already know that George R. R. Martin is a massive Tolkien fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, George R. R. Martin, J. R. R. Tolkien. Like, come on. <laughs> wow, dude! I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. All the best fantasy authors have to shorten their name. Oh my god, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> um, I could. I, well, it, it's almost hard to not take aspects from Lord of the Rings because. It was one. It was the first huge fantasy novel, right? Yeah, I mean that—that's the fantasy bible right there. Yeah, exactly. 
without Lord of the Rings, you have none, none of this. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, dude, that was, uh, I'm, it's, that's, that scarred me a little bit. It was just the blood behind him just in the air. Cause he knew he was going to die. He was, that no was it. Yeah, exactly. Like, Oh, you think he's just going to walk it off? Nah, <laughs> Drogon can walk up a spear. Did we say before the season started that there was going to be an ice dragon? We called that, right? I did, yeah. And <clears throat> it was, I remember saying because it was like something that I read online before season seven started filming. Um, Mitch actually like sent me a link to someone who got a hold of the script or it, it's, it was tough to believe. Yeah. But it was saying that the season is going to end with the wall coming down and John and Daenerys banging. <laughs> and I can see it, dude. I, I'm I'm gonna stay firm to it, and I have no problem being wrong. If I come back and I'm wrong, that's okay. I think it's highly unlikely, but I I will not rule it out yeah. at this point. I also want to call out John May right now, okay, for casually throwing spoilers around. Oh yeah, last weekend. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that about? And he knows we do the podcast. I know. He knows we're He's like, oh yeah. By the way, uh, Jon Snow bends the knee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, there's going to be some bending of knees and a lot of tears. And I'm like, dude, come on. What are you doing? Yeah, I didn't cry. Okay, I was just pissed Yeah, I was, by the writing. Yeah. All right, so Daenerys is show, she's showing up at this battle. Oh, uh-oh. The, uh, the White Walkers, or the little minion White Walkers. Yeah. It's very Walking Dead. Yeah. The I, way they, especially it, that scene where they trap one, it reminds me so much of The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's tough to try and... I don't know. What is the difference between a White Walker and a zombie? I get, okay. Oh, by the way, when they went to go, uh, like, okay, so they got the one White Walker. When John took out that soldier and they all just kind of dissipated, they got that one guy. Did he bite off the hound's finger? It looked like he did something, yeah, yeah pretty it looked like terrible he just to bit hand. it off real quick. <laughs> uh, that's another thing that kind of uh, grinded my gears a bit. You think that's lazy writing? It's a little too convenient that if you kill the main White Walkers, it kills all of the other little ones. All right. So do you think that's what it's going to come down to? John is just going to do his best to get to the Night King and just take them all out? Yeah. I mean, if you kill the Night King, is that just going to kill the entire army? Yeah, I think that's going to happen, too. I think that's very <sighs> likely. Easy war, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah, here goes the dragon. It's, it's dying right now. Oh, it's falling dude, out of the sky. It, like I, the, the blood through the air is just so metal. I'm watching right now. Oh, <laughs> just so brutal. And his chest, like, like, is on fire and everything. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. You knew that these three dragons, one of them was gonna die. You know what? I didn't want to admit it, but if if <laughs> you, yeah, you should have known something was gonna happen. I should have known. Yeah, I think it's fairly obvious that if one was going to die it was going to be the night king yeah. that was going to uh kill the dragon oh my god i thought it was going to be cersei i could i honestly i was so wrapped up in everything that was going on i i couldn't even imagine the night king taking taking one out yeah it, it's weird right now to look at this and see daenerys north of the wall yeah it is weird it really is it's, and do you agree with the fact that like did she really have to go down there to see the army of the dead for herself no. Yeah. She like it. This whole mission risks so many lives for no reason. Yeah, I can't. I, I will risk a beast. <laughs> yeah, really. She. Why, okay, that's it. Why did she have to bring all three dragons? Can she bring just yeah, one? Yeah. I, I. Oh my god. That's what I was thinking too. Did she have to bring all three? 
No, she didn't because only one of them seemed to really do anything. What do you think the possibility is of us finding more dragon eggs? Would that piss you off? No, I I, I would like... uh, All right, does she give birth to dragons? Like, what's the dealio with that? It's just like... Oh, by the way, never thought I would see Tormund Giant Spain ride a dragon. <laughs> Dude, he must have been so pumped. I Before been Jon Snow. Yeah. So what was it that you were saying? Uh, now I just lost my train of thought. You asked me a question before. Oh, my God. I'm so upset that we already forgot it. <laughs> well, anyway, they're, they're getting away here, but Jon Snow is not. Oh, but don't worry. He gets right back to them. On a horse, yeah. conveniently from Benjamin Stark. Yes, he. Do you think Cold Hands is dead? I think he's dead, and the other theory is that Bran sent him to rescue John, so that's why he showed up in the nick of time. Interesting, interesting. So I like how the Night King just leaves, like he lets a dragon fly away. He's, and they just he's all leave. such a dick. I just want to hear him talk, dude. <laughs> oh, here's the sword, dude. I'm looking at it right now. Oh. Oh, it did look like the eye opened. Yeah, but you you see what I'm saying? How like it's his hand, but, like yeah, through it. it. Either way, I don't see the significance of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, a lot of people were saying how like, oh, like yeah, I didn't see any like dragon glass weapons. If you look hard, they did have some. The most notable was Jorah's uh, dragon glass daggers, which were fucking sick. <laughs> Those were really cool. Do they really think that Jon Snow would mine all the dragon glass and then forget to bring it with him when he went north? Exactly. Like, obviously. Uh, plus, he has a Valyrian steel blade mm-hmm. from Mormont, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You think Jon had, like, a weapon ready in case Jorah took the sword? <laughs> yeah, he's like, he, he he didn't bring one. Yeah. He just gave his Jorah, <laughs> and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> can, Thought he wouldn't take it. Can I just have yours? <laughs> Yeah, does that mean that he gave dragon glass to all of the wildling extras? And uh, he must have, right? I would assume so. I mean, the ones that I noticed, I, I saw uh, um, Tormund had like an axe. The hound pull out some like tomahawks at the end. When you see like him use the hammer, it didn't work. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gendry brought a hammer that was not dragon glass. Yeah, so. that was kind of stupid. I don't know why Jon Snow didn't like. You should leave that here and save that. <laughs> yeah. Plus, he they mentioned how the hammer slows him down. Yeah. So like, all right, it's going to slow you down, and also it's useless against White Walkers. You should probably just leave the hammer behind. I, well, I mean, I'm sure they also did it because it's Robert's son, you know. Yeah. Him and his war gotta hammer. Have the, uh, gotta have the war hammer. Gotta have the war hammer, yeah. All right, so we got Benjamin Stark on screen right now. Yeah. His weapon's so cool, dude. The, like, the, the, little. the spike, the fire spike that he spins around. Can he die, though? Because he's not human anymore, right? Well, doesn't he say something right there? He's like, I've been waiting for death or something like that? Or Yeah. Something oh, wait, no, I no, no, no. It was after the episode, um, the, how they talk about some scenes. And they were saying how, you know, Benjen, you know, has been in limbo almost on life and death. So yeah. maybe he's just ready or oh. ready to sacrifice himself, you know? It looks like he died. They're all piling on top yeah, of him. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think he died, which is kind of sad because I like his character. They were a character from the books that they brought in. Maybe not necessarily Benjen Stark in the book, but I liked it a lot. He was a really cool character to add. Was his horse also a white walker horse or something? Like, How does the horse survive? That's what, that's what I'm wondering. How do you just find a live horse yeah. just around here in the south? 
I'm pretty sure in the books, and uh, people might listen to this and think I'm stupid, but I think in the books he rides like a stag or something. No, like, I don't think he rides. He does, yeah, right? Dude, yeah, it's so fucking cool. I, yeah. like, I really wish he did that in the in the series. Yeah, I don't know why they chose to just put him on a horse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So it looks like Barrick and the Hound have separated. Yeah, they are. The Hound's going with John on the boat, and then where's Barrick going? Do you think he's going to stay with Tormund at Eastwatch? I, yeah, I think he wants to go back north of the wall, right? Yeah, well, I hope that he doesn't go back. I, I, I hope he stays with them because he's a fighter, and obviously, you know, he's he's re- he, he wants to be ready for the army of the undead. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Barrick just said to the Hound, he's like, I hope we meet again, and the Hound's like, fucking hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what's funny? We thought Jorah was going to die north of the wall, and he ended up living, so. Yeah, and then they even psyched you out again when when Drogon does that barrel roll and he almost falls off. And you're like, this is it! <laughs> like, no way. This guy survived Grayscale. Yeah, so I think the way I have to go about Game of Thrones now is I have to take it one step further. They already know what I want or what I think is going to happen. And then they swift they change it up. So that's how I have to do with my theories. Whatever the audience is guessing, they should just do the opposite. Yeah. So, like, Bran shouldn't be the Night King. The Night King should be like Ned Stark. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> How do you, all right? You do you know this theory about uh, Ned Stark, uh, like being a faceless man or whatever? I did I, we might have mentioned this on an earlier podcast? But can you just remind me? I don't. I don't really know too much about it, but I, it's, it's it's a little too far for me. I, I think Ned Stark's gone forever. I don't think he'll ever make a, a comeback in the series. We saw his head, man. Yeah, he's. He's he's gone. Also, some people who believe that Stannis is still alive, he's dead, man. Oh, oh, wait. Speaking of of Ned Stark, though, we had Mike Hall comment on the. Uh, did you see that one on the status? Oh yes, 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 yes. There's some wild theories out there. My favorite ridiculous one is that Ned Stark is Jack and Hagar. Total nonsense. Okay, actually, I, I actually a faceless man, right? Yeah, you saw me comment on this one, um, and I talked about how I think that. I can almost feel how Bran is the Night King. But then uh, Tim Yaris comments onto this. He's like, uh, uh, the one that actually intrigues me, there's a theory that Bran is every famous Brandon Stark you've ever heard of. He, and he's been traveling through time. They're, they've already shown he can influence the physical world across time. I, I feel that. That is awesome. So explain that more to me. Well, what, do you, what do you mean? Well, the only Brandon Stark that jumps out to me is Bran the Builder. Brandon Stark right, the Builder, yeah. and he's the one who built the wall. So we've already seen that Bran can affect time, which takes his visions one step further. Uh, point example is when he sees his dad and he yells, he turns around, yep. and then when Bran goes to the same exact vision, he turns he turns around even though he doesn't say anything. So Bran can affect time. Also, Hodor. Right. That's that whole thing with Hodor. That's what his shtick is, you know. And the other theory that Mad King is also Bran. Burn them all, burn them all. Uh, not Bran, but I've heard that like Bran was whispering to the Night King burn them all when he was talking about the White Walkers, but instead the Mad King went mad. That that seems like that's a real thing. That seems cool to me. That th- Another yeah. reason why I love to see Robert's Rebellion to see if they do that. That is interesting. You know, I, I I read that real quick, and I, I now that I'm saying it out loud, that's interesting and really cool. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But I but with Tim, yeah, the only the one that jumps out to me is Brand the Builder. So that that would be very cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Do you know anything about Brand the Builder? Uh, I don't. I know that he's like a uh, 
it's like very unknown if it's like fictitious or not in uh, Westeros or you know within House Stark. His brother builder built the wall. Apparently, he like you know built this. Nah, I don't think he built the Stark house. I'm I'm very unsure about it. All I know is that he built the wall. He helped build the wall. Yeah, they talk about him in the books definitely more than the show. They I'm confident that they mentioned him in the first season when Bran wakes up from his whatever from his legs being fucked up <laughs> and the 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 old woman telling him stories, you know, and everything. Old man. Old they got to bring her back. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm not sure uh if they bring him up again, but I do remember that instance. Yeah. It's a good theory. All right, we're coming towards the end of this uh this pod. All righty. Do you have any yeah, I mean, we, uh, um, we're almost done with the episode, too. So, Oh, my God. Well, uh, next episode, uh, for the, the preview, we just see Grey Worm. He's fine. What's, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I think, I think Tim Uris brought this up in the status. Did the Unsullied just walk away from Casterly Rock? Yeah, I guess so. Like, what's up well, with that? Well, that was the other thing. It looks like Jamie is lying an army up somewhere. Did you notice that? Um, I th- I assume he's just at the wall. I don't think which wall? Uh, not, not the wall. The wall. Oh my god! Um, it's like he's all the way up there. <laughs> no, Why? No, no, no. King's Landing at a wall at King's Landing, like the the outer okay. like like wall or whatever. My theory is that Jamie is obviously going to be very concerned about these White Walkers, and I think Cersei will still not be overly concerned. I it's uh, this is actually something I haven't thought about is how this is going to go. Yeah, I think I've been more hung up on the fact that, you know, Cersei and Jamie have not seen Jon Snow at all, and then the interaction between her and Ty- uh, Cersei and Tyrion is going to be a lot. I hope. Yeah. I hope those are some redeeming uh, factors in the writing for you. <laughs> I, I hope these are very good interactions. I'm super excited for this scene just to see Cersei, Jon Snow, and Daenerys in a scene together. Yep. Oh my god, dude! It's it has to be good. <laughs> I think that's. I think that Cersei will just go with the plan. Maybe try and twist it in a way that favors her, but Jamie will is absolutely more you know worried about them than she is. Yeah. Also, Jamie still has some love and sympathy for Tyrion, and Tyrion is going to see Cersei again for the first time. Yeah, that's. I'm excited for that, dude. Excited for that. Who chose the meeting place? Because it looks like they're in a pretty closed off area that if Cersei wanted to, she could just kill all of them. Yeah, I wonder how I wonder how that's gonna go. Is that gonna be a one meet and go? Are they gonna stay overnight? Is this is Cersei gonna try something? No, I I don't think she will. I, I don't know. What would you do if in the episode Cersei manages to kill Daenerys, Jon Snow, Tyrion? All at once. That would like the red wedding. That will not happen. <laughs> that would crush me. I don't know if I would be able to watch for the next season. No. All the good characters would be dead. All the great characters are dead. Why would that happen? <laughs> Other than Jamie. <laughs> Other than Jamie, I guess. And the tr- I'm a big fan of Jamie Lannister now, so Me too. I Jamie is slowly becoming well, he has been one of my favorite characters, but he's he's more and more getting up there. Same thing with Barrick. At the end of this episode, he I like him a lot. I hope we see more of him. Yeah, Davos, dude. Just show me Davos. Yeah, I love Davos. How he's so worried about Jon Snow when he's, like, peeling his ice clothes off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect to see Davos in this episode. It was it was cool to see yeah, him for cool. that yeah. brief couple of minutes. Yeah, I like that. Oh, so we got a pretty big scene going on right now. We have Daenerys and Jon Snow. Holding hands. 
and she sees his scars, right? Yeah, she does. That and everybody knew that was coming that she was going to see him yeah. shirtless yeah. and see his scars. Do you think she'll believe him? At this point, I I think so. She's he, she saw that he wasn't lying about the army of the dead, uh, the dead, you know. Yeah, I think I think she'll believe him. You know what's funny about this scene though? They're on a boat and it's not rocking at all. I know I'm just being nitpicky now, but like it's a little far too still. You are. Look at I it. mean, when they zoom, when they cut the, the camera view of the boat on the ocean, the waters don't look that rocky, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but come on, man. It's it got to be rocking a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're holding hands now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. This is gross, dude. That's his aunt. The want to do you vibes. They're all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. And it's interesting to see Daenerys break down like that. I don't think we've seen her break down in a while. Yeah, I mean, Jon Snow was a good influence on her. Yeah. Yeah. So. How he calls her Danny. That was cute. Danny. Yeah, but then she's like, well, I mean, the last person to call me Danny was uh, my asshole brother. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Was your other uncle? I was, I'm, I'm still hoping for a Rhaegar flash, fra- uh, flashback. I don't know if we're going to get it. Maybe. Maybe this last episode. We didn't see, we haven't seen Bran. I hope, Maybe. First scene, season eight, flashback, Rhaegar Targaryen. Did they do that? Did they do that in season six? Like the first scene of something? No. No, they haven't really started off a season with a flashback. Yeah, that's true. They don't do a ton of flashbacks in this show. No, they don't. Other than brands like visions and stuff, I, they don't really. Yeah, maybe, and, and would you be pissed off if they relied on flashbacks? Like the storytelling, like the, I guess they could use that as a way to tell the story. I wouldn't really be pissed off, but. I don't necessarily need flashbacks. Okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I do want to see Rhaegar, but I don't have to see Rhaegar Targaryen. Yeah, you know? I'd like to. I'm just wondering when Jon Snow is going to find out. Yeah, do, do you think... And if he'll be grossed out. Like, will he find out after they've already hooked up? Absolutely. And be like, oh, if there's been, he'll be like, oh, God. If there's been no hint about it, you know, lately, yeah. then absolutely. They, he will not find out until after they, you know, do it a couple of times. <laughs> Until um, they have like really disabled kids or something. Oh my know. god! Um, it's gonna be interesting, dude. Will Will he even find out? I, I think they'll find. Look, dude, that guy's back. The White Walker is back again. The long-haired one. I think they regenerate. Yeah, we'll have to see. We need to this know. This is more. the last scene. I think they regenerate. Look at this Night King. They also changed actors, so he is looks different than he used to. Yeah, yeah. He well, he noticeably looks different from what is it, the end of season five than when we see him in season six. Yeah, I like the way he looked at season five better. Me too. When he just puts his arms up, that was one of my favorite scenes in the entire series. Yeah. When he just puts his arms up and he's like, and he raises them all. Yeah, I mean that was a great scene. Oh, here comes the dragon. Oh, those blue eyes, dude. Blue eye about oh to open. Oh my god. Oh, there it is. There it is. And scene. <laughs> oh my god. In fact, that's the promo for Taylor Swift's new album. Yeah, what's up with the dragon tail? She's, I guarantee you she finished watching Game of Thrones. She's like, that'd be a cool promo. Oh my, Let me just put it. Oh, my God. Um, so, what? Lo, what? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, do you think what, the ice dragon will take out the other, will take out Rhaegal, her other dragon? Not Drogon. Drogon's going live to live, out, live, out, ah, live out the series. He's doing That's it. a good point. Maybe this ice dragon is like the opposite of a normal dragon and can easily kill a normal dragon. Oof. It's a song of ice and fire. Oof. Oh my God. 
Okay, chances that the finale of the entire series is called A Song of Ice and Fire. Very true. Very 100% very chance. High, yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, I hope that every episode of season eight is over an hour long. Absolutely. It has to be. It has to be. There's only six episodes. And they've been jetpacking this whole season. So, I mean, they need to slow it down or I don't, I don't know. Something needs to change for me. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. So do you want to talk about next week's podcast? Uh, yes. I'm actually very excited because are we – is it live? Are we doing it live? We're doing it oh, live. We're doing Just it Just like live. Bill O'Reilly. Hell yeah. Just like Bill O'Reilly minus all the sexual harassment. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> so we will have uh, – it will be you and me, and we're going to do it directly after um, the last episode of the season air- on Sunday. Uh, yep. You can catch it on Facebook. We're going to record it put out the next day and uh, we will have Kyle Smith with us who caught up just about halfway through the season correctly correct yeah Kyle's been on this podcast a bunch of times he did the Oscar recap he did the Oscar shorts recap he did the Oscar preview he did a lot of Oscar podcasts very insightful um so it'll be Kyle Smith joining us and our good friend John May who spoiled some of the season um we'll harass and we're gonna we'll harass him a little bit we're we're definitely harassing, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you can catch this that on Facebook at what? Eleven? It's gonna be after eleven, right? Yeah. Oh, no, after ten. Yeah, after ten. Ten thirty, probably. probably. I would say ten thirty because if it's gonna be over an hour, I hope it's not gonna be that long. We're gonna try our best to set it up before so that that way we can just go right to it. Yep. So look Got, around ten uh, thirty. Are you working the next day? Uh, yes, but I don't work till the afternoon, so we're chilling. Okay. Cool. I am on vacation Woo, next week. Yeah. So I have no, uh, I don't have to be in bed early. It's just going to be. <laughs> no bedtime. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have to be in bed by eight. So I'm just going to pop the Game of Thrones wine and we'll. Uh, going to have a great time. Recap the season and then we'll wait another year and a oh half before God. we do our next Game of Thrones podcast. I'm going to apologize ahead of time. I might be too excited and I'm just going to be heavy breathing the entire time. <laughs> Well, we got John May, too. He's yeah, that, definitely going to be too excited. <laughs> We're all going to be too excited, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Kyle will be the one to calm us down, if anything. Yeah, it's going to be sort of a chaotic podcast. Yeah, but so. I'm excited because it's going to be an open discussion. It'll be interesting to have just you and me. Uh, we'll have some more ideas flowing, more perspectives. I'm, I'm yeah, excited. and it'll be right – and it'll be initial reactions. It'll initial be like really re- right after. Initial reaction, yeah. Like w- we should watch the inside the episode and then hit – Record. Yeah, as soon as the full episode ends, it, should we check out what's on the website or nah? No, no, it's too much. No, no. It's, it's too much. No, this is our initial reactions <laughs> podcast. And then maybe we can do a podcast the week after to kind of wrap up the whole season. That would be interesting. That'd be down. So, but we'll see. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining me on the episode six recap Dude, thank, of Game thank of Thrones. You, thank you for having me as always. <laughs>